Welcome. You are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Thank you for joining us for Audiobook News, read from Audiophile Magazine. My name is Sarah. Starting off with Audiophile Behind the Mic, featuring Brad Meltzer and Scott Brick. Audiophile's Joe Reed spoke with author Brad Meltzer and Golden Voice narrator Scott Brick about their long-time collaboration and about Meltzer's new fiction audiobook, The Nazi Conspiracy. This is an excerpt. Hear their full conversation on Audiophile's Behind the Mic podcast. Josephine Reed, Scott, you have narrated all of Brad's books for adults, both fiction and non-fiction, plus one for young readers. Brad Meltzer, can I just tell you when I knew, and Scott has heard me tell this story before, and it's the reason why I'm with Scott. It was when my grandmother years ago was going blind. Before anyone was really into audiobooks, she could use only use an audiobook because she could just not see anymore. I gave her Scott's first recording that he ever did, a thriller of mine called The First Council, and I waited for her reply. And she said, Darling, I've got to tell you he sounds handsome. And that's when I knew we had our guy. Scott Brick. Brad has told me that story so many times, Joe. And whenever we exchange a text or an email and I let him know, Hey, I'm getting started in this studio pretty quick, he'll text back and he'll say, You sound handsome as ever. Josephine Reed. I want you to tell me how you happened upon the Nazi conspiracy. Brad Meltzer. The word conspiracy has become something terrible these days, right? We used to be starved for truth, and now we've turned it into misinformation. And we're a culture that has more access to information than any before it. But the hardest thing to find today is the truth, and that's actually devastating to me. So what we pride ourselves on with each of these books is showing you the real history. There are 50 pages of footnotes at the end of them. We found the secret plot to kill George Washington at the beginning of the Revolutionary War, which was the first conspiracy. We did the secret plot to kill Abraham Lincoln with the Lincoln Conspiracy before John Wilkes Booth at the start of his presidency. And then we found this story, The Nazi Conspiracy, about a secret plot, and it's all true, to kill FDR and Stalin and Churchill at the height of World War II. I found this story years ago. It was just a little online mention of it, this quick story, and I said, is this real? What's going on here? And, of course, as always, I went down the rabbit hole and started finding out there really is kind of a misinformation campaign around it. Half of people will tell you that, you know, Hitler himself was jumping out of a plane with a knife in his teeth, trying to kill them. The other half will say, no, this was a Russian decoy plot. And I was determined to find the truth. So the Nazi conspiracy is us literally pulling apart the history of World War II to see what really happened on those days when Adolf Hitler was trying to truly kill the big three in their first official meeting. Josephine Reed, how much are you two in touch at all about the audiobook? Do you let Scott know what's coming, Brad? Brad Meltzer, the funny thing is, in the beginning when we first met, we used to talk a lot. There's the inevitable beginning of every book, especially with a fiction, when he'll say, How do I pronounce this name? And Scott knows that in every single book I'll put some obscure kind of accent. We have been at this so long, and I just trust him. I have one rule when it comes to our audiobooks. Scott Brick is the one who's recording them. And it's worth mentioning the first two books that I ever wrote Scott did not do. I didn't know him. And then Scott came in on the third book, and I remember listening to the beginning of it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is how I read it in my head. But it's better. 
It sounds better. It's better than what I imagined. And I asked for my publisher to have Scott redo the first and second books, which he has. He's done the entire catalogue. My only rule is bring in Scott and just get out of the way. Scott Brick. Bless you for saying that. This is something I don't think I've ever told Brad, but yes, the very first time I worked on one of Brad's titles was the first council. And I was brand new in my career. I had been flown to New York, and I was at this studio working with people I'd never worked with before, and using a recording technique called the punch and roll, which has since become kind of an industry standard. But I didn't know it at the time. I was learning on the fly. And when I looked at the first page of chapter one, there was one long sentence that filled the entire page. And to paraphrase poorly, it was. I'm afraid of spiders. I'm afraid of evil clowns. I'm afraid of the things that sleep under my bed at night. I'm afraid of disappointing my father. I'm afraid of letting down my mother. You know, and it goes through this long list of things that this character is admitting. I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid of that. But then it gets to the end of the first page, and he says, "But I'm not afraid of power," which is why I work in the White House. And it was such a marvelous setup, but I was so worried about this recording technique that I wasn't paying enough attention to the words. And it took about a week to record it. We get to the end of the week, and I say to the director, "Hey, I need to redo the opening page." And he didn't want to. He tried to talk me out of it. He said, "No, you don't. You did it right." I was like, "No, just yeah. I pronounced all the words right. I got them in the right order, but that doesn't make it right." I didn't have a feeling for the character yet. I wasn't connected to the text. I said, "I need to re-record it." And ten years go by, and I'm at a function at Book Expo, and Brad is talking about how he and I got together. And he said, "I knew when I set out that challenge for him, that long page. I knew it was a challenge, but I knew if he got it, then he got me." And I think back to how close I came to not getting it, and I'm just grateful every day that I redid it because it makes all the difference in the world. You have to connect to the text. You just do. And like we mentioned before, the rest of his interview is available from the audiophilemagazine.com podcast. And now for a review of the Nazi conspiracy: the secret plot to kill Roosevelt, Stalin, and Churchill, by Brad Meltzer and Josh Mensch, read by Scott Brick. Scott Brick, with his rich baritone and impeccable pacing, delivers a commanding performance of a riveting, unconfirmed World War II incident. In 1943, Franklin Roosevelt, Winston Churchill, and Joseph Stalin met in Iran to strategize their attempt to end the war. Authors Brad Meltzer and Josh Mensch lay out the Nazi conspiracy to kill the Big Three, with action that moves from Tehran to Berlin, Washington, Moscow, London, and beyond. The story involves spies as well as the highest officials. Although it's impossible to prove the existence of the plot. If it is true, and had it been successful, it would have plunged Allied forces into chaos. Brick's expressive narration highlights every bit of intrigue, danger, and horror in this electrifying historical exploration. It's available from Macmillan Audio, 10.75 hours unabridged, trade edition, digital download, ISBN 9781250880333. For 26.99, also CD. Library edition, digital download, ISBN nine seven eight one two five nine zero nine zero six zero for seventy four ninety nine. And now let's kick on to some biography and memoir reviews. 
Safe, Wanted, and Loved, a family memoir of mental illness, heartbreak, and hope by Patrick Dillon, read by Raul E. Esparza. Actor Raul Esparza impeccably narrates this heart-rending memoir. He gracefully navigates Dillon's sensitive, moving, first-person account of the impact of mental illness on his wife Mia and their family. Esparza's warm delivery emotionally connects listeners with Pat and Mia, both in their current struggles to find effective treatment for Mia and in flashbacks to earlier points in their relationship. With perfect pacing and rich characterizations, Esparza creates a compelling listening experience. His performance especially shines in channeling the family's compassion and tenderness, along with the author's deeply personal insights. Various supporting characters, such as Mia's doctors and a family friend, are portrayed with distinct voices. A powerful, compassionate story is brought beautifully to life. It's available from Snow Anselmo Press, 8 Hours Unabridged, Trade Edition Digital Download for 1995. Have I told you this already? Stories I Don't Want to Forget to Remember, by Lauren Graham, read by Lauren Graham. It's a delight to listen to warm and witty actor Lauren Graham of the Gilmore Girls and Parenthood fame share her insights and reminiscences of her family and professional life in her second memoir. While much of this brief collection details Graham's challenges and triumphs in her lengthy acting, directorial, and screenwriting career, the most poignant moments depict the impact of Graham's mother having left her family when Lauren was only four. She also offers a balanced and humorous approach to aging. Indeed, humor infuses this entire audiobook, adding a light counterpoint to Graham's practical and adaptable nature, which comes through in her inviting narration. Graham's upbeat yet sensible performance makes the audiobook the best way to take in her story. It's available from Random House Audio, four and a half hours unabridged. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-059-350-7087 for 17.50, also CD. Books on Tape has the library edition, digital download, ISBN 9780593507094 for 47.50. Newsroom Confidential: Lessons and Worries from an Ink-Stained Life by Margaret Sullivan, read by Lisa Flanagan, with an introduction read by Margaret Sullivan. Lisa Flanagan narrates journalist Margaret Sullivan's memoir slash manifesto authoritatively. Flanagan speaks in a direct, straightforward style and alters her timbre only when imitating male voices. She captures Sullivan's spirited point of view. She's enthralled with her calling and appalled at the state of the media and gives this important audiobook the seriousness it merits. Sullivan is a journalist's journalist. She was a longtime editor at the Buffalo News before becoming the first woman to serve as public editor at the New York Times. Following that, she was the media critic at the Washington Post. Fearless at her craft, she has critiqued sacred cows like Bob Woodward and, in her four years at the Times, won a slew of fans for her candor. It's available from Macmillan Audio, 7.75 hours unabridged. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-1250875426 for 19.99. Solito, a memoir by Javier Zamora, read by Javier Zamora. Javier Zamora narrates his memoir with a singular power. His account of his childhood migration from El Salvador to the U.S. provides listeners with the truly heartbreaking first-person experiences of a child in the midst of a life-or-death struggle. 
1999, Zamora traveled thousands of miles with a group of strangers through the towns and deserts of Central America and Mexico. His parents, already in the U.S., had no ability to contact him directly during his journey. Zamora recounts his experiences of assuming a Mexican identity and facing multiple confrontations with law enforcement. He misses his parents and longs to hear their voices. Zamora conveys this heart-rending listening experience with quiet, beautiful humanity. And this title is a 2022 best audiobook. It's available from Random House Audio, 17 and a half hours long and abridged. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-059-361-1135 for $25. Books on tape as the trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-059-361-1142 for $95. And now let's move on to some business and personal growth titles. Quit, The Power of Knowing When to Walk Away by Annie Duke, read by Annie Duke. Famed poker player Annie Duke narrates this well-researched and easy-to-understand guide to evaluating whether a person should quit a relationship, vocation, project, or anything else. Sounding like the practiced public speaker she is, Duke offers an easily digestible step-by-step approach to ascertaining under which circumstances it is beneficial to quit an endeavor. She brings in academic studies, examples from sports figures and business leaders, and experiences of everyday people to advance her proposition that quitting should be viewed in as positive a light as grit. She emphasizes that a decision to quit is often made in uncertainty when not all factors are known. While her business jargon can become too complex, Duke's wise counsel and propulsive narration will engage a wide audience. It's available from Penguin Audio, seven and a, sorry, 7.75 hours unabridged. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-059-361-3412 for $20. Books on tape as the library edition, digital download, ISBN 978-059-361-3429 for $66.50. Weightless, Making Space for My Resilient Body and Soul, by Yvette Dion, read by Yvette Dion. In these poignant, insightful essays, writer Yvette Dion shares her experiences as a fat black woman in a world that vilifies fat people. Her narration is beautifully matched to the content and tone of her audiobook. It's comfortable and inviting, but urgent. She's not fooling around. In fact, she writes about life-or-death issues, including the way medicine and doctors often fail fat people. But she's having a good time, too. She makes observations on such topics as the ins and outs of fat representation in the media, the joy her body brings her, and the moments of fun and connection she's found despite society's repeated message that she not take up space. This audiobook takes up space in all the best ways and will leave listeners with plenty to think about. It's available from Harper Audio, eight hours long, unabridged. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-006-307-6396 for $21.99. My First Popsicle, an anthology of food and feelings. Edited by Zosha Mamet, read by Zosha Mamet, Sean Clifford, Kaylee Kuko, Ted Danson, Matt Flanders, Tony Hale, Katie Holmes, and others. Actor Zosha Mamet is joined by an ensemble in this collection of intimate essays, connecting food to the emotions evoked by taste and smell. 
The stories are as different in tone as their famous authors and range from hilarious to tragic. A few discuss disordered eating. Several are read by their authors. Fans of actor Busy Phillips will enjoy hearing her emphatic cadence throughout four essays, in addition to the one she wrote about her own comedic and touching experience of being part of a casserole family. Kaylee Kuko's voice is hoarse from crying at the end of her essay as she acknowledges the generosity of a person who created a beloved cocktail. This is merely a sampling of the 49 captivating stories the talented narrators and writers share. It's available from Penguin Audio, eight hours long, unabridged. Trade edition, digital download. ISBN nine seven eight zero five nine three six one three zero five four for twenty dollars. Books on tape as the library edition, digital download. ISBN nine seven eight zero five nine three six one three zero six one for sixty six fifty. What we owe the future by William McCaskill, read by William McCaskill. William McCaskill presents his philosophical concept of improving the long-term future by prioritizing moral action now. The core principle he espouses is that future people matter, especially considering the potential duration of humanity. Through engaging thought experiments and heavy research, McCaskill has consolidated his theory into an optimistic and compelling performance. War, climate change, and other current threats are discussed, and hopeful solutions are provided in McCaskill's ear-catching brogue. Each chapter boasts an intriguing discussion, and McCaskill narrates with enthusiasm and patient insight. The otherwise heady philosophical and moral concepts are broken down into a listener-friendly performance, ensuring that the material is accessible to a wide audience. Even those who disagree with long-termism will appreciate McCaskill's deep research and thought-provoking narration. It's available from recorded books, nine hours long, unabridged. Library edition, digital download. ISBN nine seven eight one nine eight zero zero four four three six nine for twenty four ninety nine. Also CD or MP three. When women lead. What they achieve, why they succeed, and how we can learn from them. By Julia Borston, read by Julia Borston. CNBC senior media and tech correspondent Julia Borston narrates her audiobook about women's leadership in business. Drawing from her interviews as a reporter and extensive research, she shares insights and the stories of more than 60 women leaders. She describes three common characteristics of women who are successful in business. Authenticity, humility, and a sense of purpose for the business. She organizes the content in broad themes, and her experience as a broadcast journalist is evident in her presentation. Comfortable with facts and data, she speaks clearly and lets her enthusiasm for her subject create forward drive. Borston shows her conviction that everyone, male and female, would benefit from a featured leader's successes and missteps, and illustrates why. It's available from Simon and Schuster Audio, twelve point seven five hours unabridged. Trade edition, digital download. ISBN nine seven eight one seven nine seven one four eight three seven three for twenty four ninety nine. And now let's finish off with some young adult titles. The Stolen Air, a novel of Elfheim by Holly Black, read by Saskia Marleveld. Saskia Marleveld sublimely narrates this highly anticipated return to the world of Elfheim. Surin, child queen of the Court of Teeth, fled to the human world to live in the woods, where she helps release humans from their bargains with the Fae. 
Her mother, Lady Nor, has taken over the Ice Needle Citadel, and Prince Oak of Elfheim needs Surin's help to stop her. Marleveld voices Surin in a gravelly voice, echoing her scream-strained vocal cords and feral lifestyle. Marleveld's opulent performance of Oak, the charming prince, fully embodies his confidence and easy manipulations, which makes Surin unsure if she can trust the boy to whom she was once promised in marriage. Marleveld suffuses her narration with intrigue and romance, pulling listeners along by their heartstrings. It's available from Hachette Audio, ten and a half hours unabridged, recommended for ages 14 and up. Trade edition at digital download, ISBN 978-154-913-5033 for 25.98. Trans Plus, Love, Sex, Romance and Being You by Catherine Gonzalez and Karen Rain, read by Daniela Asatelli. Daniela Asatelli delivers an honest and straightforward performance in this introductory audio guide for transgender, non-binary and gender non-conforming youth. This audiobook serves to provide and clarify the language we use when we talk about gender identity and being trans by using inclusive language that considers each person's unique journey towards discovering their true self. Asatelli's approachable narration style perfectly reflects the intent of the work to candidly deliver the information teens need to understand their bodies and feelings. Her gentle delivery and consistent, leisurely pacing ease listeners through sometimes difficult subject matter. Interspersed with testimonials from trans and non-binary teens, this inclusive guide is an essential listen for questioning teens and their allies. It's available from Tantra Media, 2.25 hours unabridged, recommended for ages 14 and up. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-166-616-4763 for 12.99. Library edition, digital download, ISBN 978-166-616-4770 for 27.95. Sea Sparrow, Graceling Realm, Book 5 by Kristen Kashor, read by Xanthi Elbrick. Narrator Xanthi Elbrick delivers the first-person perspective of Prickly Hava in the fifth installment of this complex and compelling fantasy series. 21-year-old Hava is young Queen Bitterblue's half-sister and spy. She has the ability to disguise herself as objects and deflect people's attention, and she's a survivor of childhood trauma. Elbrick distinguishes between Hava's constant internal dialogue and the words that she chooses to speak aloud and she keeps us close to Hava's wildly swinging emotions. As the Queen's ship sails home through stormy winter waters, Hava discovers that she loves life on board, but she also uncovers treachery. Vocally, the true stars of the audiobook are the telepathic blue foxes. Listeners will fall as much in love with them as Hava does. It's available from Listening Library, 16.5 hours unabridged. Recommended for ages 14 and up. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-059-360-9972 for 27.50. Library edition, digital download, ISBN 978-059-360-9989 for $75. The Heartbeat of Wounded Knee, Young Reader's Adaptation, Life in Native America. By David Troyer, adapted by Sheila Keenan, read by Fred Sanders. Fred Sanders offers a straightforward narration of this young adult adaptation of The Heartbeat of Wounded Knee. 
Many mistakenly believe Native American civilization ended in the late 1800s, but this part historical, part autobiographical audiobook delves into thriving Native American cultures as they exist today. In particular, the author addresses his own Ojibwe upbringing on a reservation in Minnesota. Sanders' candid and gentle delivery is essential for the difficult subject matter. The atrocities done to Native Americans in the last hundred years are described, along with the people's struggles to keep their cultures, families, and language alive. This essential audiobook for any age listener provides an approachable listen about truly resilient people. Available from Listening Library, nine and a half hours unabridged. Trade edition at digital download, ISBN 978-059-363-4257 for $25. Library edition at digital download, ISBN 978-059-363-4264 for $63. And that's it for me. Thank you for joining us for Audiobook News. My name is Sarah. If you enjoyed this program, please register for our free services at www.aincolorado.org or by calling 303-786-7777.